I'm Farah Mustaklim of the Wikimedians of the Levant User Group, and you're listening to Source Code Berlin. It does come down to really allowing ourselves to be put into brave spaces where we say, hey, you know, I'm going to be in the space and I am recognizing that I'm going to be uncomfortable. Showed uh, the people in the room how the Wikimedia movement is actually making a real difference. Um, to digital equity in education and uh, so that we can start to understand what we're doing and do it better and measure it better. A year later, I think that now having a strategic direction that includes knowledge equity as a substantial component of where we should go as a movement, we can continue to further that idea of inclusiveness, of bringing those voices that are not heard. It's the opportunity to be a part of the second phase and to detect where things are going to go in the movement for the next 10 years. Hello and welcome to a special series entitled Source Code Berlin, The Summer Sessions, where we explore what's going on in the Wikimedia galaxy or free knowledge community around the world, looking specifically at what has been going on in 2018 so far. Over the course of the next glorious weeks of summer, or winter, depending on where in the globe you live, we will be looking at some of the exciting and important developments with help from the voices of the very people involved, starting right now with episode one of this mini-series. Let's call it movement strategy, or if you like the less official terms, the path ahead for the Wikimedia movement, where we're going, how to get there, taking these big ideas and shaping them into real steps and goals. It was this spring in Berlin where 300 members of the community from over 70 countries came together at the annual Wikimedia conference. The major task to take on, what should the movement strategy look like and how to involve as many voices as possible in that process. Now, instead of carrying on with my summary of what took place, let's hear from some of the wonderful voices to help explain topics like what is movement strategy, or what is knowledge as a service, or knowledge equity, or inclusiveness in the context of wiki. If you've ever wanted to know, here is your chance to find out. For Wikimedia Deutschland, I'm Mark Fonseca Rendeiro, and this is Source Code Berlin, The Summer Sessions. I'm Nicole Saad. I'm on the education team at the Wikimedia Foundation. I am Jorge Vargas. I also work for the Wikimedia Foundation in the Partnerships and Global Reach team. I head all of our work in Latin America and the Caribbean. Usually in the Wikimedia movement, when people do education programs, they measure um, on Wikimetrics. So they measure uh, how many articles were created, how many bytes were added. But what people haven't been uh, able to um, understand and measure is actually how this is impacting the field of education. And it has a really strong uh, impact on the field of education in terms of students having access to uh, information, but on top of that, students having access to becoming contributors. Um, and so I presented a framework for digital equity and education and showed uh, the people in the room how the Wikimedia movement is actually making a real difference um, 
to digital equity and education and uh, so that we can start to understand what we're doing and do it better and measure it better. A year ago, we were very active in the movement strategy process. Our team was a big part of what was called Track D or New Voices, in which the idea was to gather Uh, all those voices that were outside of the movement and outside of the movement for many reasons. Um, and a year later, I think that now having a strategic direction that includes knowledge equity as a substantial component of where we should go as a movement, what I had in mind was how in our team we can continue to further that idea of inclusiveness, of bringing those those voices that are not heard um, for many different reasons, right? Um, basically, the main role of our team is to bring new readers, new editors, new content that is not represented in the movement yet. And um, the idea of seeing how knowledge equity now being part of the strategic direction will help us not only in the foundation be better to support the work that all of the community is already doing in this field, but to understand how to take that even to a further step. So last year, there was a movement strategy process, and that began here at WikimediaCon. And so the outcome of that movement strategy process was this: was the movement direction, which is knowledge as service and um, knowledge equity. Um, knowledge, these are, these are both kind of like vague co concepts that mm -hmm. we have to figure out how to implement. And... Um, I think that knowledge as a service is being implemented more on like the tech side of things. I was actually cheating and rereading <laughs> the strategic direction and maybe I'll just read the first sentence so our listeners have a little bit of an idea. But just to go back, I guess that the idea was uh, a year ago, we were asking ourselves, where do we see the movement in 2030? But it was still an open question, mm -hmm. right? We were all over the place trying to figure things out. And out of the Wikimedia conference a year ago, we started narrowing down those things into concepts to bring a draft into Wikimania 2017, where we discussed that initial draft that went to further deliberation, more discussion, and now we came up with this knowledge as a service, knowledge equity, which should serve as two very broad, I don't want to say vague, but like open mm. ideas that would serve as a route map for all of the different participants in the movement. So not just the Wikimedia Foundation, but all of the different chapters and user groups and the movement as a whole to start thinking and planning moving forward. So now we know that as a movement, in the, and this is what we're calling now phase two, now that we have a strategic direction, how can we bring that into actual action? How do we see this into the next three to five years? So knowledge as a service, it's actually the idea of not seeing Wikipedia or the Wikimedia project as a destination, but also, but actually see them as a platform mm. in that serve to an open, wider, free knowledge, open source ecosystem. Mm. So that's the idea of knowledge as a service, how we can become a platform rather than just that final destination for knowledge. Mm. And knowledge equity, as Nicole was saying, goes to bringing those um, Uh, representations of knowledge or as a social movement, how can we bring that knowledge that has been left aside traditionally by barriers like that come from cultural, legal, uh, technical, political um, circumstances, knowledge that has been left behind and how can we actually become a truly global movement, how can we actually have the sum of all knowledge 
in 2030. I think that the Wikimedia Conference, at least for me, continues to be an idea that, yes, it will be impossible to have every single voice represented in the same room. Uh, actually, um, I saw a tweet earlier of they were having like this round of chairs um, discussions, um, but they always had like an empty chair on purpose. Mm -hmm. Right, representing like there's someone that cannot be here. Mm -hmm. At the same time, and on the bright side, we have people from over I don't know 70 countries Which here, and yeah. I think that's fascinating. Right, like that's something that I'm not sure many other uh, social movements um, can do, mm -hmm. particularly in this way on an annual basis. And something that Wikimedia Deutschland has been making more and more organized through the past year. So mm -hmm. I, I, I still think that it's. Yes, we can always do better, but I, I have to admire the work that we do or that Wikimedia Deutschland does in order to put this together and bring all these people. Hey, hello, everyone. My name is Ronsi, you know, Chidabe, um, from Wikimedia User Group Nigeria. I'm actually the curator of the Wikimedia Hub in Abuja. And I'm happy to be here. This is my first, you know, Wikimedia conference. And it's really been so, so amazing to have the conversation progress from the Wikimedia Salon that we had in Nigeria to the conversation about the strategic direction. That was very, very you know, close to my heart and very interesting to discuss more more often about it. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, for me, I feel very excited about the strategic direction because I facilitated hosting the strategic direction back in Nigeria. And I felt very happy because I just felt like for Wikimedia Foundation to select Nigeria to be part of people that could give, you know, feedbacks about the strategic direction. It means that Wikimedia, uh, Wikipedia is not just for some set of people or for some Europe or America or something. It means Wikimedia is our own, is my own. It's for us and for us to really have that opportunity to make impact or to make you know, f provide feedback about the vision mm -hmm. of the movement. That's very close to my heart, and that's really something I was really, really happy about. And also, also contribute to it here and meet some other people, know what they are thinking about the movement. Yeah. So actually, we got an email, and my president Olania Olusholak told me that I was going to host a salon to discuss the strategic direction, mm. you know, the Wikimedia movement. And it was so amazing because we brought people from different angles. We brought sports students. We brought both lecturers. We even brought some physically challenged people. Mm -hmm. And we were so touched as they feel like they were really not carried along in Wikimedia uh, project. Mm. So <laughs> it was really good. It was really good feeling that you are involved, you are making a decision for a movement, mm -hmm. even though you are far away in sub-Saharan Africa. Mm -hmm. That's very cool for me. I realized that uh, uh, Wikimedia is such a fantastic platform, such a fantastic movement, but I also realized that it doesn't just end with the conferences, 
But what matters most is how do we consistently, you know, engage more people mm -hmm. to contribute more people to benefit from Wikipedia, Wikimedia project. Now, one of the things that really was interesting to me was the trying to find a solution to the biggest problem that we face back in Nigeria, which is engaging more volunteers and sustaining those volunteers. I'm so excited I was able to like meet up with some other presidents of different Wikimedia user groups and chapters to learn what they are doing and how they use some incentive mm -hmm. to really sustain the volunteers. Mm -hmm. Because in all fairness, it's really tough. It's really not easy to get people together to do lots of work without not being paid. And the world that we live today has totally become a money economy or a money or a capitalist world. So people are not thinking about, you know, generations to come. People are more thinking about what do I have to benefit right now? So that was very touching to me to learn from what other people are doing and how we can find ways, find strategies that will be country, you know, specific to bring about sustainability of the volunteers that we are engaging and also the beneficiary of these different projects. As you heard from Rinzi, we are here together to create that vision for that world and decide how we want to move forward. And I just want to emphasize how important it is for each of you to participate in that as we go forward, because you are the ones who are going to make this happen. The work that you bring, the time that you spend, the partnerships that you create, the new friends that you make, this is all a part of expanding our community so that there are more people who share in it, so that we can achieve the vision for the world in which every single human not just the 300 in this room, but every single human can freely share in the sum of all knowledge. And how we get there, that's the question of strategy, but that's where really it's so important that you're a part of it. So I know, it's been three days, you're probably sick, I told you not to get sick, but you probably got sick anyway. <laughs> or you're gonna go home, and you're gonna suffer that feeling of a little bit of collapse, because you've been in a room with 300 amazing, inspiring people, and you feel so connected, and then you get on your plane, or your train, or your Uban, and you're a little sad, because you're gonna miss everyone. But that's great, because use that moment as a reminder of all of the work that we're going to do together. Use that moment as a reminder of why you're part of this movement. Use that moment as a reminder of why you're inspired, and then take a rest, take a nap, get a good long night's sleep, take care of yourself, and come back together, come back the next day on Wiki, in your communities, in your community meetups, with your partnerships, and be ready, because we are about to build this incredible future. We've got until 2030, but the work actually starts now. So thank you very much. Hi, I'm Nicole, uh, Nicole Eber. I work at Wikimedia Deutschland and I'm now the process lead for the movement strategy process. I have the feeling that we are finally at a stage where we can ask all the tough question, questions that kind of have been around for quite some time, for really for a couple of years now, but where we 
where this movement wasn't really in a stage and at a health where we could discuss these questions openly and with a, like a level of trust. And with the first phase of the strategy process, we not only have now agreed upon a new strategic direction, but we also have raised the level of trust in the movement, the level of trust, especially among, among the affiliates, but especially also um, between the affiliates and the Wikimedia Foundation. So what I think we are we are now in a moment where we need to talk or we can openly talk about these questions or these issues that block us from becoming the essential infrastructure in the ecosystem of free knowledge. So we already know we want to become um, we want to have like knowledge as a service and knowledge equity. But before really being able to strive towards these broad and um, bold visions and concepts, we need to get rid of all these blockers that have like historical reasons like um, for example our decision making processes in the in the movement at the moment the, the board of trustees of the wikimedia foundation is the only global decision making body is this still um, the best solution for our movement to make global decisions and then we have the affiliate structures and the the question why do we even why do we actually need affiliates mm -hmm. what is the role and what are the responsibilities of these affiliated groups and organizations and when i talk about organizations i of course also talk about the wikimedia foundation mm -hmm. so it it is there but what is its role actually what global responsibility does it have and probably also What um, responsibility does it have in the U.S.? Or do we need an additional organization in the U.S. who can then take on the national tasks? And then also questions around resources, resource allocation. So the current models of funds dissemination have grown because of political struggles, because the movement has been at war at mm. like a couple of years ago. Within itself? Within itself, yeah. yes, yes. There, there was really like, like fights between the chapters and the foundation and this is where a lot of the current structures like come from and built upon and now we are finally at a stage where we can like break break them up and and radically rethink all these structures and governance models and resource um, allocation ideas and this is why we are here and this is what we want to um, kick off here yeah. and to then in phase two of the movement strategy process, work in a more concentrated way on new and radical ideas for change, like because this is a change process. It's not only a strategy process, it's a change process. So the, the movement is kind of at a turning point and we now need to uh, get our shit together, as yeah. our facilita facilitator said it today, mm. and um, initiate the change and be ready for the change. Yeah. We had a lot of conversations already in phase one and we he heard that people were waiting for, finally, let's put everything back on the table mm -hmm. that uh, have been hin has hindered us. But we've designed the process in a way that um, we are collecting a lot of voices and a lot of input and then cluster it and emerge and co or converge and diverge it and so on and so on. So it's kind of, um, yeah, we are trying to get everyone's voice in into this and then put it all up on Meta and mm. get more input because, of course, not everyone's here, only the kind of the organized and more privileged part of the movement is here, but we need to make sure that also those who are not here at the table, kind of, uh, can contribute to further shaping the next steps in the process. Olá, sou o Luís, sou facilitador na Wikimedia Conference e você está a ouvir Source Code Berlin.
We also have other kinds of uh, questions like diversity of people. So how do we include and invite in people who are not even knocking on our door? How do we do that? How would it, that be possible? So there are very many questions of this uh, type, partnerships. Uh, what kind of dates should we go on? With whom should we engage? Who should we commit to? So there are many, many options that we have to make choices. And, and I really want you to, to be boldly disruptive and forget your backpack, all these discussions we have had over the years about these topics, the things that are aching, forget these things, just take the framework of the strategic direction, the possibilities, the, 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 possibilities, the challenges that we have mapped out and, and please work on them and, and be radical. Make it an open space. So we are really free to, to inquire into these questions, these topics and, and really uh, provide something new, something provocative, something that will take us forward and make us better. So my name is Mackenzie Mack and um, I am one of the folks that runs Art and Feminism, which is a campaign to increase coverage of cis and trans women um, on Wikipedia. So I've been focusing on the ways in which we, we address the gender gap um, and how we understand the, the cultural and social impacts that, that uh, it has on women, on women presenting folks, on femmes, um, really the entire community when it comes to excluding women from either editing or excluding women's history from the canon of, of knowledge. I'm, like, I do this work with art and feminism, but then also like on, on the side, I'm an anti-oppression consultant. So I do a lot of work with large organizations, for-profit and non-profit, around um, dismantling uh, oppression or like dismantling oppressive structures like that have to do with the ways that we build culture in cultural communities like within corporations or the ways that we define policies um, and how it, it does come down to confrontation. <laughs> um, it does come down to really allowing ourselves to be put into brave spaces where we say, hey, you know, I'm going to be in the space and I am recognizing that I'm going to be uncomfortable because talking about the talking about harm or talking about the ways in which we have effed up in, in yeah. the past yeah. <laughs> is uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I think a lot about having those conversations and also a lot about how we frame those conversations so people understand this is going to make you uncomfortable. That's natural. And also, once we sit with that discomfort, that's when we kind of get into that zone. We start like finding ways to really progress and um, really progress and to really root out the ways in which colonialism has been repurposed when it comes to how we exclude and exclude folks from um, from adding to Wikipedia and also like how we exclude like specific history from being on Wikipedia. Re regardless of, of where we come from, I find that there is a a sort of a um, a sort of a, a pattern of of many of us being taught that when it comes to feeling emotion or when it comes to addressing the ways in which we've been hurt or even when it comes to addressing like our own um, our own past like historical past when it comes to our nations or our governments that, that is something that we should not discuss is something that we should never address and we should just kind of get over it mm -hmm. um, and so I find that you know because of that socialization when we come into spaces we're like oh my job here is to get over it and if I see someone else not getting over it then my job is to tell that person to get over it Mm -hmm. And if I pretend that it doesn't exist, then that's the solution. Right. As opposed to like, hey, you know, this this is a problem, um, or this is a problem that exists in the past, and everything that every cause has an effect. Mm -hmm. So like, even if this happened a hundred years ago, I understand that there's there's some there has to be remnants because that's just how life works. Remnants mm -hmm. of like our historical past and like the ways that we think, act, believe, you know, show up in spaces or not show up in spaces. Um, so it really is about really unlearning that 
and allowing ourselves or giving ourselves the opportunity, honoring our experiences that we come in the room and we're like, I'm my experiences matter, my space that I take up, the space that I take up matters. And also at the same time, the space and experiences of other people matter too. Um, so how do I address the harm? Like really, how do I address the harm so I can tear it down and subsequently build up the community? I'm listening for accountability, you know, because you can't, you can't make sustainable progress um, without building in a layer of accountability. Um, that even if you're the person writing the policies, writing the standards that hold you accountable, um, but that also permit others like outside of you to hold you accountable. Um, because otherwise, like we just kind of like we go with what's what feels most natural. We go with what, what feels most comfortable. It's mm -hmm. like working out. You work out and you're like, I'm just going to not pull this up all the way, you know, because <laughs> um, that's uncomfortable. But it's like within that zone of like pulling that weight up all the way that you get that discomfort. But then you build the muscle and you look great. You look cool. Yeah. So, you know, when I, I'm listening for that, the, the measures for accountability, um, and then I'm also listening for um, folks who are who make it very clear that in doing that work, that it's uncomfortable work, and that that's okay, and that does that doesn't mean that you're doing the wrong thing all the time, and it also doesn't mean that you're in the wrong place. It just means that you're human. We need to be a part of um, the direction of the movement and be a voice to where that, that direction should be. So what I think we are, we are now in a moment where we need to talk or we can openly talk about these questions or these issues that block us from becoming the essential infrastructure in the ecosystem of free knowledge. Open ideas that would serve as a route map for all of the different participants in the movement. So not just the Wikimedia Foundation, but all of the different chapters and user groups and the movement as a whole to start thinking and planning moving forward. It means that Wikimedia, uh, Wikipedia is not just for some set of people or for some Europe or America or something. It means Wikimedia is our own, it's my own, it's for us and for us to really have that opportunity to make impact or to make you know provide feedback about the vision of the movement that's very close to my heart and that's really something i was really really happy about um so at the beginning i asked who here was here for the first time and it is wonderful oh no you can put your hands up it's your first time it will never be your first time again mm. <laughs> But I wanted to ask, who here learned something new this week? And cool. Who had a, a new project that they're going to go home with? Who has a new who has a new partnership that they are going to go home with? And perhaps most importantly, who made a new friend? You've been listening to episode one, Movement Strategy, part of the Source Code Berlin summer series, looking at 2018 and the big ideas and memorable moments from the Wikimedia world. We've now taken the plunge into the movement strategy, and we know the important ideas behind it. In the weeks to come, we'll look at some specific ideas, some specific areas with more voices from around the world. Big thank you to all my guests today, many of them voices you've heard on past SCB episodes, which are still available. 
And it's wonderful to get to speak with old friends and make new ones while just having these conversations, which we share with you. If you'd like to participate or help this program, you can do so by sharing or better, personally recommending this episode to a friend and explain why. Sharing is that robotic stuff that social media has made basically meaningless, but personally recommending, explaining why from the heart, that's where beauty and humanity still thrive. So if you think you know someone who might be interested, tell them about sourcecode.berlin. We're in all the podcast directories, and yes, we're on all the social media, very easy to find. Use the name sourcecodeberlin. Today's program featured music by Scott Gratton, Ketza, Rushmo, and the Blue Dot Sessions, all of which are published under CC licenses and available via the Free Music Archive. This program is published under a CC BYSA 4.0 license and edited by me. Join us again next week for another edition of the Summer Sessions. Until then, I'm Mark Fonseca Rendeiro. In a world filled with podcasts, thanks for subscribing and listening to this one. We are.